international book writing expert, author and life coach. And I'm so excited to have Nandarani Meister from Switzerland with me. Nandarani Meister is a physician and the founder of Transformative Oncology and Conscious Medicine. She sees herself as a bridge builder between classical medicine and the new paradigm of conscious medicine that is needed to see all kinds of diseases in a different light to shift people's consciousness. She supports cancer patients in their emotional healing and leading them to a meaning-centered life where they can live their full potential so that cancer fulfilled its purpose to bring awareness about who they are and what is truly meant for them. In her practice for transformative oncology, Nandarani guides people worldwide on their very individual journey through cancer. I'm so excited to have you, Nandarani. Welcome to the show. Hi, Esther. Wonderful to talk to you today. I'm very glad we can meet. <laughs> Beautiful. So let's go to the first question. What has been the turning moment in your life? There have been a few turning moments. I think one of the turning moments for my, for my own personal career as an oncologist first and then founding Transformative Oncologist Oncology was when I was sitting in the third year of my studies, realizing the huge potential that is hidden inside the cancer disease for personal growth. So I was really sitting in front of that huge slide and seeing all these cells and realized that people who are confronted with the topic of death and dying really have a need for change, for immediate change. And this gives them the drive to really go through so much growth and I felt so much inspired that from the third years of my studies, I just walked out and I knew I'm going to be an oncologist. <laughs> so that was one of the first turning points, I think, where it all became clear. And then I followed my career through the classical way because I needed to see what it means um, when people go through the normal path, uh, classical medicine way, what they go through. And then I faced personal difficulties in life too. Um, having to leave a very uh, demanding relationship, for example, freeing my own self from emotional dependency, taking responsibility for my own life and just freeing myself from all, so many old patterns and going myself on a healing path, my own healing journey, because otherwise I feel it's not possible to understand and um, to really guide people through that fog kind of fog they need to go through and how about your own healing journey how did it start and where did it go we had a that's multi-layered i would say and yeah it all started when i got some pain in my lower abdomen and i asked the pain what why are you here and the pain answered me you have to leave the situation you're in and my daughter was only a few months old and that was like, mm. that was really tough because I said, yeah, but I cannot act like a volcano and just leave. I need to observe and see if it gets worse or if I can manage the situation, if I, if I can outgrow it or heal things. And I gave myself a year 
And I spent that years and things got worse and worse. And I realized I need to change something. And it came very intensely. I really had to free myself. And uh, that was very important to, for my own life to just take full responsibility and say, okay, I need to look at my topics now. And so that was part of uh, becoming fully alive because my clients only mirrored me that I also have a part inside of me who doesn't want to live really. Mm. So that's why um, I decided to live. And that's what I give my patients too. They need to make that decision to live fully, not to just survive, but to thrive. Mm. And what has helped you the most in that situation? I think my deep trust and confidence that I'm somehow protected and guided through that, that I'm actually so much interested in, in growth. I think every day I like to grow, like just watching a plant becoming, you know, like flourishing. And just the deep trust that I need to go through all of this, but still this is not who I am or what I am. It's just layers I need to get rid of to become my true, to be my true self. So, and I always felt um, I'm meeting the right people for my own healing journey. It was just going through, you know, like very smoothly, but it's work. Healing is, means work. It means pain. It means facing pain. And it means to be ready to really face the deep pain. Yeah. And yeah, sorry, at that moment, I really, you know, like all these years brought me to a point where I feel deep inner peace. Finally, you know, like letting, yeah, be at peace at um, certain choices I, I made, forgiving myself for things. And has it been only an inner journey or did you also travel the world? <laughs> yes, I mean, on my journey, I, I guess these are also parts of my turning point. Since I'm 20, I'm traveling the world, mostly to India because I'm so fascinated of the rich um, spirituality which these people uh, carry, which touched me where I also feel home, all the topics of reincarnation and deep love of God actually um, was so touching that I feel like I find sort of shelter there. And um, of course, this shelter is an inside shelter, but it's also represented outside where you just feel comfortable at certain places in the world so i also traveled other places tibet and nepal and i i'm always interested to explore more because i really have an adventurous nature <laughs> so so this is fascinating to me but of course these journeys were always sort of pilgrimages where i connected my own you know, like I, I'm not just traveling for nothing, you know, like it's, it's never nothing, but I always have a deep intention to go, um, to, be, to come closer to my own inner space. And what had helped you to develop and deepen your inner space? I think I have sort of, since I'm a child, I have a deep longing inside of me. I and I can just feel that that longing led me to to explore spirituality more and to go into my own 
connection with divinity more. Yeah, I think when you make one step towards God or however you want to call the divine principle, it makes 100 steps towards you. And I could always feel that kind of reciprocation and that gave me somehow comfort and confidence that I'm on the right path. Great, beautiful. When cancer patients come to you, what is the first question you ask them? <laughs> For many years when I was exploring, when I was also working in the hospital, I used to ask, do you have an idea why you became sick? And that was really surprising what people told me, you know, because they actually could feel inside of them pretty well what the topic was. But of course, as uh, you know, like most of my colleagues wouldn't give attention to that because it's not, you know, it's not a mutation or something physical, but it's obvious that certain situations increase your stress in the body. So sugar is increasing and The cancer cells have so many insulin receptors, just taking the sugar out of the system, helping the system to survive. So in that sense, they're not even bad. They're just a regulatory mechanism. And I explain them. First, I explain how it happens that cancer comes into life. And then I also, yeah, I think this is a really important question. And of course, It depends what kind of cancer, which part of the body is there. You can, <clears throat> there are different topics uh, correlated with um, different parts of the body. And then we go and dig deep. We, we really need to analyze life to see where the first trauma happened and where people came into a state of freezing where the flight or fight is not possible anymore, but they just got stuck in a situation or they got stuck in a difficult relationship and they just stayed and decided to freeze and give up, actually. So and we are exploring, yeah, and we are exploring that kind of topics. And then we, we, we work a lot with um, like constellation work where we also go into the embodiment because the whole wisdom is in the body, the wisdom to heal. And we are working layer after layer to get that these emotions resolved. Mm. How open are cancer patients to, to look at their lives? Yeah, the, the good thing is actually that I'm attracting only people who are willing and able to heal. <laughs> so I decided that for me. And this makes it wonderful to work because just that kind of people are coming. But of course, these are these are not even 10% of all the cancer patients because also the knowledge what cancer is, is not yet really available. And they are just put as victims, you know, like the cancer victim, and they are not, not able to, to take responsibility back because they are not told that they can do something. I prepare myself more and more to only attract certain kind of people. And I think these are the people who find me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And what's the transformation you are doing with your patients? Mm -hmm. Where do you start and where do you go? Mm -hmm. It's absolutely 100% individual from where the person stands in life, what is possible. Transformation for me means 
to move from one level of consciousness to another level, to the next level of consciousness. So doing these steps wherever you are at. And um, first, it's about understanding how you on a, a psychological, emotional level are working, like your conditionings and everything. And um, yeah, where the cancer came from to go through all the emotional resolve. But then the next step is to realize that, of course, you had to go through all of that, that you finally gain back your sense of self. So it's all about gaining back, coming back to that inner point to realize who you truly are. And that's actually the transformation from the caterpillar to the butterfly. So mm -hmm. this is what we are, what I'm, you know, like my long-term goal to go through all of this and then develop more on the soul level and then come into the purpose while you are here. Hmm. And how important is spirituality to heal? That's a very good question because also I realized that we are all kind of looking for shelter or safety and feeling hold and loved. And this is often projected to the outside world, to other people uh, or circumstances, a good job, achieving things. And I think that there is a void inside of us, you know, like a vacuum. I would call it God-shaped vacuum. And we try to fill it and fill it and fill it up. And I think a disease, an imbalance in our body just brings us to the point or let us, lets us know that something is wrong here. It's not you're not following your, your given plan in a way, or maybe that's part of the plan, but you could go back on track. And uh, in that sense, it's always a chance to realize that there is a longing inside of us and that we are, that we want to belong. It just gives the, the chance to really look for, for more in life. There is more and they, the people who come are, are really like, there must be more. It, that's not all. We cannot just live in that society, achieving things, running in the hamster wheel. And that's it. So where is this more? Why is it happening to me? What for? So we are going through these questions too. Mm. Beautiful. For health, because what I observed, it's it's absolutely crucial. And people have a background, a spiritual background, no matter what religion, doesn't matter. Uh, only when it's dogmatic, then, then we have other topics inside. But when we are having a, a mature spirituality or are ready to explore that, then it can be super, very supportive for the whole process because you realize that you get supported from, from the universe. Okay. As I understand, the most important thing is to, to be loved, to, be, to feel hold to feel um, guided or is there I think there is a, it's it's very nicely said in the yoga sutras from Patanjali that the soul has a need to to exchange love so to to give love and to be loved we are only looking for this in life I, I think also in relationships you are only looking for that need to be fulfilled and of course there are these uh, things there are needs for uh, how is it called like free expression 
there is a need to relate and there is a need for safety. These needs need to be met. And the problem is that our parents, at least the generation I come from and before, they were not told or taught how to be loved or how to love. So we are moving in a field of dependencies often and they cannot give us that feeling of safety or of self-love, self-appreciation. And then there are two things. We need to reparent ourselves. So we need to be the parents we never had on the psychological level. And on the spiritual level, we need to understand, oh, okay, we are actually loved. We are whole. There is no problem. We are just identified with all these stories, you know, like moving here or all the traumas, everything that, that we experienced in this life. So we are just going through that, solving that and letting it go, becoming at peace. And how does it affect yourself helping all these cancer patients? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, as I'm a very sensitive person, I had times of compassion fatigue. To be honest, when I was in the hospital working, I felt um, because not so many were willing to look at things. You know, that was like, okay, you just come, they just come and they want the doctor to make them whole again. So that's not working and that takes a lot of energy and it's just they're just visitors they don't want to heal so if someone wants to heal and comes that's a whole different story and that's really how to say everybody that comes to me also tells me something it's an exchange always and we need to be very awake with these things so it's also a gift i also get gifted we, we are exchanging gifts in a way gifts of growth but at the same time I'm also thinking recently because the last 17 years I've experienced what makes people sick so I decided not only to work with people who have cancer but to offer transformative healing work for every person actually because we need to heal before it gets you know like the problem comes into on the physical level and I'm still thinking about how I want to offer that more because I, I am also interested in prevention, disease prevention, and actually going into the children's place also because that's where we need to give the next generation a chance to stay healthy, to have a healthy awareness of their emotions, of their circumstances and everything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm again at a turning point in a way, so to say. No, actually where everything is open, I'm offering that kind of work, of course. But still, um, as we want to change the world, because the problem is that in oncology especially, and also in, in other fields of medicine, this awareness is often not there. The awareness is really like, it's just lacking and we need to change something. So on a, on a bigger platform, not only in the small. Mm. You, you mentioned children. So how did your daughter experience your growth? Did you see some changes in her? Yeah, that's very interesting. I, I observed that she became so happy 
like just so happy she's so happy and i'm like wow and i feel because i feel the same i'm just feeling happy and i see her and i see this is part of the result of my steps i've done and yeah because of course i le i left her father when when she was one and a half so that was very early and she went through a lot of things too and now she she's just happy <laughs> i don't know there is no other word and she's so expressing because i'm i'm trying to learn her to express her emotions and to say how do you feel with that what's going on inside of you and she's just overflowing with love you know it's like it's amazing it's such a gift you know yeah beautiful so nandarani where can people reach you you can find my contact under my Instagram profile, which is Dr. Nandrani Meister. And I'm very glad and happy to work via Zoom online all over the world. I will also in due time offer uh, an online course for women who are confronted with breast cancer, how to heal breast cancer from within the sense of self, uh, online intensive course. So that's part of my next steps too. Beautiful. So maybe one last word or a few last words for our audience. Yeah, I think never, never stop growing, you know, like because the cancer is the growth, you know, just takes, it's the creativity expressed inside of yourself. And it just wants you to make aware that you can grow more and more and actually move to, towards who you truly are and express your beauty and be part of the world in that sense. So this is what I, I really wish for people, that they can be the stones, you know, the unique stones in the temple because everyone is unique and we are waiting for all the beauty to be expressed. <laughs> Wonderful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Nandrani, for sharing. Thank you, sister. Experience.